AK in the house here. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. You all good? You did all Christmas shopping? Everything's done? Yeah. Yeah. I got that. Look, man, once, when you have a kid, yeah. you get going on this stuff. You do not want to get caught because empty-handed with I was going to say, because items that you want will sell out or? Just, you need to get it done. Let's just, this is like a five-alarm fire emergency. Yep. Anybody who has kids knows this. Yep. Like, you don't, you, you can blow off family. Alan, like adult family, or in your case today, they can blow you off. Sure. Either yep, or. The whole family yep, took you off. You cannot all blow off children with this holiday. That is a disaster. Greg, Jorge, correct? Man. You I, make an errand. Sorry, Greg. You make an errand to Target, Walmart, wherever. You better pick up that toy. You better yeah. pick up Well, can't you guys, like, can't you sit your kid down and just look them in the eyes and say, listen, you know, this Christmas. Nah, you can't. You got to <laughs> learn sometimes that not every Christmas you get something. No, I make them work for it. I actually make them go out I and pick. Berg we and we are... go to Target and we like, all right, what do you want here? If you want to do this, you got to do stuff around the house. It's not true. I actually just go get. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> I just I wanted to be like Alan for a moment. Be dry. Is the laundry done? Is <clears throat> that's what Greg is asking? Greg saying, "Listen, you got to do all these chores." And they say no, and he goes, "Okay, sounds good. You want to go to Target still?" <laughs> I, I mean, that, go get whatever you need. Those socks don't look folded to me. I'm not seeing what's the problem here. Um, all right, Lakers <laughs> taking on the Phoenix Suns. So the reason why I bring it up is because I'm not very good with this whole, hey, let's do this like a month in advance. Hey, let's do this two weeks in advance, a week in advance, hey, about a, just a couple days in advance. I'm getting pretty close. I'm almost done. Just a couple minor things left. But I did avoid the malls. I didn't have to go to the malls. I think everything else was just doing it all online. Are you? When's the last time you walked actually physically into like a – a Glendale Galleria or the Grove or something like that? Uh, I was in the Grove last week. Um, was I, it a zoo? It wasn't too bad. wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad, though my wife was there a couple days after me, and she said it was just insane. Like, it's just, it just right now, just getting to the Grove is a day. Like, just that block finding or parking two. spot? I'm, no, no, no. I'm not even talking about finding parking. I'm talking about actually physically getting your car inside the Grove parking lot. Like that that block of Beverly and Third, yeah, surrounding areas. Fairfax is one mm-hmm. side. It's a zoo. Like I mean, you you got to stake yourself out. Like I I've got a cheat code yep. that I'm not going to reveal on air because it's really. Wait, what do you really, mean? What do you mean you have a cheat code? I I have a way around this that involves my car mm-hmm. and involves a strategy, and mm-hmm. I'm not going to reveal what it is, okay. but it is useful. Let's not say- like, How dare you? You don't have to reveal the whole thing, but can you give us like pieces of it? Can we get just a little bit of what part of the strategy is? It involves getting in my car and going to the Grove. <laughs> all right, I'm mean, like, look. I'm, I'm gonna, protecting this thing, thing, man. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm protecting it. This, this, this is happening. all of a sudden, this yep. week has become a Curb Your Enthusiasm episode where you have to, like, you're not going to give us a secret of something because everyone's going to start doing it. Give us anything. Is it I well, eventually your park hazard my lights car. on? I eventually and... park my car and I go to the Grove. Okay. Oh, see, this is this. This is could be part up. of the strategy. This could okay. be part of the Part of the strategy is what, what, um, What's across the street from the Grove? I just can't remember off the top of my head. But, like, are there other, you know, is it other shopping centers that are across the street? Uh, from from my cheat code? Like, as in, are you using <laughs> another shopping center and you're no. not going into TJ Maxx? You're going across the street to no, go? No, I'm not. I There is across the street. Like a a, there's one. across the street, like, a strip mall like with, yeah. with, I think it's a Kmart and a uh-huh. Whole Foods. 
some other stuff. Are you parking handicap? I am not. No, I would not do that. That would not be my cheat code. I am not Andrew Bynum. Remember when Bynum did I that years that. ago? Yeah, oh, I yeah, do that was a that. big controversy. I I would never do that. I'm going to clarify now. That is not my cheat. You code. park in a loading zone. No, loading zone could be those could be clutch. Well, unless, totally legal parking. You're unless, doing totally legal parking. Yes, it is legal parking. Hmm. You go all the way to the top and go on the roof. I mean, it might be it. Hey, some malls have the sign that says. But remember, mother one. remember, I said this could is a cheat one. code yeah. to. Could be that one. This is a cheat code involving the whole issue of getting into the Grove in the first place. Park on the Ooh. street. Well, not all streets are so he, created so equal. Parks, so he Alan. parks in the one that says expecting mother one. Security guard comes over and is like, hey, this is for expecting. I am expecting my mother. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, mine involves a little bit of a dress, a pillow that I wear. It's so funny because we talk about this with, with Travis. We, people will throw out questions to us like, okay, hey, you go to a Costco or you go to a grocery store or you go to the mall and there's not any parking. Are you the person that parks like it's going to be a 10-minute walk, but I don't care? Let me park as far as possible, or let me wait in line for this one premier spot that will probably take me 15 minutes to get that spot. Okay, this is what those people get wrong, the ones that insist on getting the closest possible to the shopping area. It's they wait it all out. not a smart strategy. Well, it's a bad strategy because you know what that means? If it's that crowded, you're not going to be able to get out. Getting out is going to be the problem. Remember the, that scene in Vacation? When they get to the park and it's closed, but they don't realize it yet. That's right. They're like, we're the first one in. And then when everybody else is struggling, we're the first ones out. The strategy is think first one out, not in. Because yeah. once you're in, you're in. It doesn't yeah. matter. It's all about getting out once you're there. there you you want to be on the outskirts and make that walk. That's that a is, cheat code I'll reveal right now. That is a secret right there. Yeah. Okay, so I, I mentioned this. I teased it. Um, so Anthony Davis is going to be out for at least four weeks. So with AD out for at least four weeks, if I, if I said right now, um, if I just brought up Anthony Davis's name, what's the first thing? What are some things that come to your mind? Just kind of playing off of this season, playing off of what we've seen so far. What what are some what are some? How would you describe Anthony Davis uh, so far this year? He's been really good on balance. Anthony Davis is still a really great player. The question that you still have with Anthony Davis beyond health issues and the ability to stay on the court. Does he have a level of his play where he just puts a stamp on a game? Where you feel like, all right, this dude left, you know, like the equivalent of tagging graffiti. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, Anthony Davis was here. You know, does he consist, can he consistently do that? Because when LeBron imposes his will on a game, you know it. You feel it. You feel it. Mm -hmm. You remember that. Even, even Russell Westbrook who is not at this point as good a player as Anthony Davis. Westbrook has an ability to take over games in ways where you feel it. And some of this is maybe in today's game it's a little bit easier for guards and wings to do it. But Nikola Jokic takes over games where you feel it. Joel Embiid takes over games in ways that you feel it. Anthony Davis is an incredibly skilled player, incredibly talented, who will help you win and he can be a mother to scheme against. But you don't always feel like he left his stamp on a game where you feel like, all right, Anthony Davis was here. Okay, so there's unrealistic expectations, and then there's realistic expectations. Um, is he living up to the realistic expectations? Realistic, because people might say, and I'll give my opinion on this in just a second, but people may say, 
All right, you know what, a- Anthony Davis, uh, we got to trade this guy. You know, you, you hear conversations oh, yeah. like that being had. You hear people already saying, okay, you know what, this guy is already washed, blah, blah, blah. Now, listen, on the injury front, before he had, he missed two games, I think, remember with his uh, with his knee, he had a sore knee. This was before the injury. I think leading in, he had missed three games before he had that injury against, uh, against Minnesota. Um, realistic expectations, is he living up to them or no? No, yeah, it's it's. It, I don't even hesitate. It's no for me too. No, I don't. I unless he is not the player that I think he could be, and that a lot of other people think he could be. Unless we're just, and he has been right because we saw it in the Orlando bubble. We yeah. saw that run where he was. You can't stop this guy. Well, you feel him every single th- game. This this is I think what people are wondering about with Anthony Davis mm-hmm. was. The bubble, a very specific peak, whether you're talking about him just playing at the absolute top of his game or the circumstances of the bubble, like a lot of players shot extremely well in the bubble. And like shooting has gone down a little bit since then. So you wonder, like, was there something about the lighting and setup, no fans, you know, stuff like that that helped a lot of guys shoot? Like Anthony Davis shot better from three than he's ever shot. Period. But the truth is, Anthony Davis has never been a good three-point shooter. Sure. Like, I mean, he's really, really struggling this year. But the truth is, like, his best season, I think, was like 33 34%. That's like the best he's ever done. The truth is, he's a career low 30s three-point shooter. Like, that. I think that's who he is. So if the expectations of him maybe developing that type of shot, like a true inside-outside game, aren't there, you start looking at some of the mid-range and the way at times it looks really good, at times it doesn't seem to be there. Like, how great a player is he? Like, the level that he's at right now, that we know he's at, that's incredible as it is. Like, that's still a really good player. But in terms of being the guy that you can build around, like he can be the centerpiece of a team, that's obviously what the Lakers were hoping for when they moved literally the entire team to bring him in. It wasn't just about helping LeBron. It was about the future. That's what I think is the most interesting question about Anthony Davis right now. Okay, so I'm actually I'm less concerned about Anthony Davis post-LeBron James. I'll tell you what I mean by that because I do feel like, yes, he has not played up to par. He has not played as good as he should play. Uh, but at the same time, I want to make sure our expectations are proper on Anthony Davis. We'll do that coming up next. Alan Sliwa, Andy Kamenitsky. This is the Travis and Sliwa Show on 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, so Rams pregame starts at 2 p.m. right here on 710 ESPN. Lakers pregame show will start at 5.30 on 11.10 a.m. Who would have thought on a Tuesday? Got a shuffle here. NFL and the NBA, both going head-to-head on a Tuesday night. Um, all right, so it, it, one of the things that I think, AK, it, it's always a conversation around the Lakers, and it will continue to be a conversation around the Lakers. Um, you know, I, I don't hesitate here. I, I don't feel like, yes, Anthony Davis' numbers, his numbers are solid. No question about it. He's got great numbers. You're never going to question that. 
I think for me, the biggest difference between what Anthony Davis has been in the past versus Anthony Davis today, there are times where he has a bad game and you say to yourself, okay, well, and then he's going to go on the post-game show and say, no, I didn't do enough. And you know what's going to happen the next game? You're going to feel his presence. He's going to have 15 shots in the first half. He's going to get to the free throw line eight times in the first half. He's going to impose his will, and the game will gradually just change because Anthony Davis decided, oh, no, no, this ain't happening two games in a row. I don't know if I've really felt that this year. And I think this is part of the difference this season with not only what my expectations are for Anthony Davis, but like you said earlier, this is how you feel like, okay, you have built, we have a perception of you as one of the best in the NBA. Well, what one of the best in the NBA typically do is they show up every single night and you feel their presence. There was a game earlier this season, Lakers and the Bucks, and there was a lot of chatter about, about AD. And here was that game where I'm like, okay, well, it's Giannis and Anthony Davis. People say Giannis is the best big man in the NBA. Uh, obviously, Joel Embiid, Jokic, but just just talking about those two those two players specifically. This is not going to be one of those games where Anthony Davis doesn't take it personal. Instead, it was Giannis that took it personal, had 40-plus points, absolutely dominated the game. The, my frustration has been with Anthony Davis so far, and the only reason why I bring up AD, and we know he's going to be out for four-plus weeks, AK, how do they compete for a championship unless Anthony, if Anthony Davis is the player he's been so far this year, which st- statistically are good numbers? But if he's that player, there is no conversation about even being in the same class as a team like the Phoenix Suns, who the Lakers are going to face tonight. In my opinion, you know, LeBron, we know what he's going to bring on a night in, night out basis. I think Russ wasn't brought here to be the second best player on the team. That wasn't the expectations. And Russ is, that is the third wheel. I mean, however you kind of put it, you're assuming Russ, I thought Russ was more brought here because it's going to give LeBron more chances to take a little bit of rest. Hey, if I'm out for 10 minutes or seven minutes during the game, Russ can keep this engine going. If AD's not, if he's the same player he's been so far this year when he's been at some of his best times this year, I don't think that's enough. Here's the thing heading into this season, Alan. I I thought they needed Anthony Davis to establish himself as the team's best player. Like, LeBron may still be the most important player and in certain respects the most talented player just because of everything he can do in the IQ and the leadership and everything he's been through. But there's only so much more you can ask of LeBron. Like, the idea of asking LeBron to find another gear you know, maybe he has it. LeBron, maybe he does. stop being lazy. That's all we're saying. <laughs> maybe LeBron has it. Maybe he doesn't. But it's like, do you really want to put LeBron yeah. at this stage of his career with this type of mileage, doing things already? Of course not. That don't have a template. You don't want to ask that of him. And Russell Westbrook is already in the tail end of his prime. And as much as I think actually Russ, after a rough start, has actually been playing pretty well, Russ has not been the problem. You can still question whether or not. Everything they gave up in order to bring in Russ weakened the team in the process. Mm -hmm. But Westbrook's not the problem right now. Anthony Davis is the only guy of those three that theoretically you could say, all right, take it to the next level. Let's see what is the next point that is higher Mm -hmm. for Anthony Davis. Mm -hmm. And this is something— And you're right about that. Part of that is age. Part of that is just your your evolution in your career. You're only 28 years old. You're only supposed to get better. He's in his prime. Yep. The beginning of his prime. And he's also the guy that's being, at least theoretically, groomed to become 
the next after LeBron. Like, they, they did not bring in Anthony Davis just to help LeBron win a championship. That was obviously a big reason. Sure. But it wasn't the only reason. Like, they revamped an entire team. Like, they traded everybody but Kyle Kuzma, and I guess Caruso, who was technically, I'm not even sure, on a big boy contract then. But they traded everybody. Mm -hmm. You don't do that just for a guy that's going to be, you know, uh, the 1B to LeBron. Like, this was a trade for the now and the future. So you want to see Anthony Davis start stepping into that role where he is ultimately the number one guy, like the guy that ultimately matters the most on this team. You haven't seen it yet from him. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Pet protection comes free with auto collision coverage. Visit Progressive.com. Okay, I, I, I have a difficult time thinking about the future. And I, I do only because it's going to be so different and it's going to be so drastic. And I think you're right about the, the point that you make of <clears throat> it's not just supposed to be that Anthony Davis is supposed to help you today. He's also supposed to be the face of your franchise moving forward. The reason why I have a difficult time even thinking that far, there's going to be so many changes to this organization. Everything is built, obviously, around LeBron James. Every asset you have, it's like, yeah, we don't have time to get rid of it, get rid of it, get rid of it. Got to win right now. Got to win right now. And, and, and you know, the truth is they accomplished their goal. Their goal was yeah. winning a championship. They got that goal. Oh, the trade justified itself. I want to make sure that's clear to people. And I don't think anybody they would question that. They shouldn't regret it. I, and I don't think anybody would question that. But I think the – I have a difficult time – I agree with you that if Anthony Davis is the best player on your team moving forward, you better have somebody that's at his exact level or maybe a hair behind him, but he offers all these other things because he's a leader, he's got the room, he's got this. That Yeah, if Anthony Davis is the best player that you have, um, I don't think you're going to be competing for a championship. And I think, unfortunately, that's becoming more clear. doesn't mean that that narrative can't change, but at least to this point, if AD – let me give you an example. Maybe it's a good example, maybe it's not. Um, AD's got to be with a guy like Damian Lillard. Like, it's got to be something like that where the conversation is, um, okay, well, you know this guy can go off. Any, any given night, he could be the best player on the team. But maybe two ways, you know, playing kind of both sides of the floor, AD is better because of what he can do on both sides of the floor. But it's difficult for me to think that far down the road because they have every single 30 minutes they're all in. So when people – let's use THT as an example. People will have a conversation and say, well, you know, you can't trade THT because he's part of the future. What future? They're, I mean, like right now I don't think they've thought much about the future because they want to – and I don't think they're wrong on this. I think they're trying to take advantage of every freaking second that they got LeBron James – I don't know how much you pay attention oh. in the future, but I, I don't pay The, the as real much reason they can't trade THT right now is he hasn't played well enough that you can get maximum right. value for him. I You're mean, right about th that. This is another issue with the roster construction of this team. They only have two contracts of any size to really matter on the trade market, Taylor Horton Tucker, Kendrick Nunn. Kendrick Nunn has literally not played that. Yeah. I, don't even, I don't even know where that dude is. Like, that guy could walk past me, and I'm not sure I'd recognize him. Like, we've seen him that little – this season. Mm -hmm. And then in the meantime, Talon Horton Tucker has not played at a level where he all of a sudden starts becoming really tempting for a team, even like a rebuilding team. Yeah. Like, you know, and I want to say this as somebody who actually believes in him, and I, th I think he can be really good, but they needed him to be really good now. 
Like he's a really inexperienced. Which was never fair, by the way. Which was never fair. Fair-ing, it really wasn't. Fair ain't got nothing to do with you're it. You're right, but I'm saying that when when you're that's why you know if the conversation will use what was it on Sunday night? Lakers taking on the Chicago Bulls. If the choice came down to, and I, I'm not telling you that I disagree with the choice. I mean, now I, I think it's becoming more and more apparent. If you're all in right now, Caruso was the right player, right? Like just if just you could only choose it, between one or the other, if you're choosing between Alex one or Caruso, the other, absolutely. That that if you're all in today, that down the road it means three, four years from right now, it's still so blurry. It's really difficult to pick that. Now maybe they thought, okay. THT's got higher value in the market. Talonhorn Tucker, we can if this guy gets off to a good start to the season, uh, maybe at the trade deadline, or maybe next season, or maybe in the off season, we could trade him for somebody that's more of a veteran in the league that can help us today. But obviously, that has not panned out by any stretch of the imagination. That also doesn't help you in the immediate right now. Like the problem with THT is maybe he's a value contract down the road, whether for the Lakers or for another team, and. I think he could be, mm-hmm. but the way this roster was set up, they needed him to be one of their primary rotation players now. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if a lot of people realize this. He just recently turned twenty-one. Well, forget just turned twenty-one. Mm-hmm. He just recently played his like eighty-second regular season game. Like right. he has just reached a point where he's played the equivalent of a full season. He is a really inexperienced third-year player. I was I was always I was always weary on THT and those expectations. It's not his fault. The guy needs three, four. You need well, two, three, again, four years in the league. Again, fair ain't got nothing to do with it. But they paid him the money to say we need you. It's to not even play just that they right paid now. him. It's they put themselves in a situation where they needed him to be at that level. Forget but, but that, what they but paid him. But that's when you say fair has nothing to do with it. What I'm saying is that that is you calculated something that I don't think was realistic to pan yeah. out in his 82nd game in the season or, you know, really what's a full season in a, in a regular this, NBA year. This was the gamble that they took. Okay, we got Factor Cap coming up next. By the way, 11.45, um, we'll talk more Lakers basketball. Um, I, I think also, too, this Rams game coming up, how key this game is for the Rams. But do the Arizona Cardinals, uh, are, are they still in the mix here or are more people like Greg Bergman where they're not – they don't think that the Cardinals will hold on that 10-4 and record is what they call a, a fugazi. It's a fugazi. It's a fugazi. All right, all that coming up next. Stay right here. This is the Travis and Sleeva Show on 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, guys. It's not a little time for factor cap. So I use Waze for everywhere that I go. Okay. Uh, it becomes it becomes a game for me, actually. Literally I, just use it to get down to Yard House. Yes, I would. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> but I, I make it into a game. So, like, can I beat the ways? What what is a uh, what path are they going to take me on today? Like, mm. I'll go different paths. It's an adventure for me. So sure. I, I really actually enjoy it. AK looks really excited. <laughs> it's, it's, it's fun. It's a whole game for me. But Waze is the best direction app that there is, Alan. Factor cap. Um, so this is fact. And I've gone, look, I, I've gave everybody a shot here. You want to give everybody equal opportunity. Google has their maps, right? I think Google bought 
bought ways. Did they? I think so. I think a while back. Oh. But Google has their Mac. <laughs> That's how you fix being worse than them. You just, <laughs> you just buy them. Buy their technology. <laughs> uh, Google has one. Give me a, a couple others that have one. Thomas God. Thomas Guy, yeah, that's a, that's a big Flipping one. through the book and looking for L7. Still, oh, yeah. I still go to mapquest.com. I put everything in, I print it out, and then I go to the car. Um, with all that being said, with all that be- being said, Waze is so clutch. It is so clutch. Now, there are some times, now don't get me wrong, it ain't perfect. Because there are some times where you have it come into the station, and then all of a sudden you turn it off, you turn it back on, and it's like taking you a different direction. Well, you can't go a different direction. I'm on, I, I can't exit. For the most part, Waze is fantastic. It's amazing. And I know where I'm going. I just want to know the quickest way to get there. So Waze is as clutch as it gets to me. I've never used Waze. You've never used Who Waze? Who are you? I, I don't need it, man. Oh, I know my way around train. this city, baby. <laughs> it's all up here, huh? I'm a, it's all up I here. am a human Waze. Okay, so help me out with this. You've never used it. Um, can we give you some advice? Sure. It's great. Yeah. Like it will help you get where you need to get I mean, if, if Waze to, has any questions for you, me- I'm open. Sure. See, sure. My, the whole thing, reason that I use it is not so much for n- knowing where to go. I already know where to go. No, no, the fastest way to get there. Yeah, the fastest way to get there also, but also how much time it's going to take for me I'm to get to that place. I'm like, have you ever seen the movie? Out when I'm have you ever seen the movie Collateral? Yeah. Remember the Jamie Foxx, oh, yeah. the cab driver? Cab he driver. knows every single route in this city. He knows exactly how it's going to take 17, yeah, yeah. 17 minutes. Okay, but how do you here? know that they're a mile and a half in front? There's an object in the road that you can give a thumbs up my, on Alan, this and is my let Waze know and let all your other Waze friends know that there's an object in the road. This is my group text. How do you know? You're not supposed to text while you're driving, Andy. You're not Andy, supposed to text. Well, it's, that's where you use voice free, man. Oh, Set it up. Th- look, how, do you on, know, how do you know guys. that there's a cop coming up in 400 feet? Right. Because another Waze, a family member, let everybody else know behind them that there's a cop coming up in 400 feet. Cops don't stop me. I stop cops. Oh, oh listen to this guy. Listen to this guy. All right, let's go to the next one. You really have not. You, you don't use it. No, I honestly have never used Waze. I don't have it downloaded. I've yeah. never used it. Do you I use learned, any of the other apps? Again, it's all up here, baby. I learned oh. that you don't watch Ted Lasso. You don't use Waze. I don't know you at all, Andy. Andy okay, okay, the, 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 I provide my own joy, listen, Greg. The, I don't need it manufactured. The Ted Lasso thing, that's one thing. But oh. Waze seems like everybody, not even just Waze, but it seems like everybody now... You got your phone; it's set up right there, and you're not going anywhere without one of those apps telling you where to go. I, yeah, I need it. I need yeah, it for the, the timing. Waze quickly, controls quickly, my quickly, life. Quickly, fun fact: you can record your own voice for somebody else and tell them the directions with your voice. Ooh, that's like you can cool. customize it. Like if I want to set it up Ooh. for Brenda, I can take her phone and you literally. Want, you want a sexy route? You call in exactly. Travis. <laughs> See, that would just be amazing, like a prank, where you just like if I took Emily's Alan's phone. Emily's in the house. What's up, Emily? Emily's in the house. So if I went, to, if I took Alan's phone, yep. and just started recording things in there, I can actually yep. have it my voice yep. telling him where to go. Yep. Hey, Alan, yep. turn right exactly. on Figueroa. Yeah. No, they give you a whole <laughs> list. And you have you have a whole list of what you read, and it, yep. and it, you just record your voice to whoever you want. I to. could, I think. I'm not 100% sure here. I think that is a crime, and I could have him arrested if he were to do that, to take something that's mine, record something on there. It's it's a crime. Great. Let's be honest. Travis's voice is sex. Oh. <laughs> All right. That the next is the right time to drop that. That was perfect, Jorge. All right, so the stream versus theater going debate is a real one. I've done both. I like watching movies at home, and I like going to the theater to watch movies. But Keanu Reeves has come out and said that he doesn't care how you watch the new Matrix movie. He said, stream it if you have to. I don't care as long as you watch the movie. So watching a new movie at home is the best way to watch a movie Andy, factor cap. 
That is a fact just because it gives you the most options. Because there are certain movies that, to be totally honest, if I've got the streaming service already, like if I'm an Amazon Prime member, if I'm a Netflix member, and I can have the ability to see that movie in my living room, and it's not really a movie that you have to see in a theater. You know, I mean, I I like the communal experience, but when you've got jobs to juggle, you've got children's schedules to juggle, like sometimes you got to carve this thing out when it's most convenient. And sometimes that's in your living room. And again, I want to see the theater experience thrive. I love going inside a movie theater. But to be totally honest, not every movie requires it. And, you know, all things being equal, I'd love to go in every single time, but real life gets in the way. Just having the option is the best. So I'm, I'm going to go cap on this one. Really? I, I don't know. There's something about, and this is especially because we had all that time where we were stuck at home. You can't go anywhere. Theaters were closed. And there's something about that time where now that I've gone to a couple movies, I'm like, Damn, this is a great experience. And you're right about it. There is a convenience. It's almost like, hey, do you want to go to an NFL game? You want to just kind of kick back on your couch, go to the restroom when you want, eat whatever you want in the refrigerator. The experiences are completely different. But if I got a couple hours, there's nothing like being in a movie theater. The distractions are not there. Now, if you're streaming, if you're streaming like a show, something along those lines, that's perfect. Like you can't ask for, and I know there is no other option for that, but that's why I want the, I want to stream much more. But for a movie, I love no distractions. I love the lights off. I love see. I, I think love all that. I think the distractions are still there because we, as a movie going culture, and frankly, just a culture period, we have forgotten how to survive without cell phones. Everyone's always checking their phone during it or texting yeah, it. The, listen, you, the Thursday night's game on. Just but check but your that, fantasy team the, real but quick. But that's your distractions. Like, you know, people talk during it. Like we, Make we've a forgotten. quick call to Spectrum and get a payment done real quick. It's, Let's be honest, get a man. Done. Like, you see, video, <laughs> you see viral videos of this. Every, like, we've forgotten just how to be humans during this well, period part, after the pandemic. That part is correct, but that is not just stay in the movie theater. I think everywhere we've well, got to be point. humans. Well, that's my point. It's like sometimes in order to get no distractions, you have to stay in your house, okay, well, with all those distractions. What are you it's guys? Be- it, what depend- are you it depends guys? on the movie. Like, okay. I just saw Spider-Man in theater. I have to see that in theater. That's that is a, that is a necessary to watch that in the theater. But I, I, I saw King Richard at home, the one with Will Smith. And it was great. You got to pick one. It. You got to pick one. Which one are you picking? If I got to pick one, I'm watching it at home. I can pick up my Go phone. Ahead. I can go to the bathroom. I can get food. I can pause it. Exactly, because of what he said at the end. You can really? pause, rewind, come back. This is the error, difference, by the way, Alan, yeah. between three guys yep. with children yep. and <laughs> one without. Like yeah. you, so ju- Just the layer of complication that all three of us have are like, no, 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 man, you got to have the home Plus, option. at the movie theater, you have to, you're forced to sit there for the two hours. Yeah. At home, you you can do whatever you want. I don't know. Something about the experience. By the way, Hovix77 on Twitter says, he parks in the farmer's market. Are you parking in the farm? We're going <laughs> to get to the bottom of this. We're going to get to the bottom of this. I'm being honest. That is yeah. not the cheap code. Okay. That's right, we, got, we got time for one more. All right, guys. Alan, oh, yes. I wouldn't leave you today. Emily, listen, Emily, here's the thing. <laughs> I have faith in you. Okay. It's Travis that's always a question mark because I feel right. like Trav, we've had this conversation with Travis before. I feel like Trav at times, he's just like, you know what, Al? Uh, hey, tra- I'll text Trav. Trav, I-, I don't have my ID to get in. He's like, hey, don't worry. <laughs> Wait about a half hour out there. We're almost done with the next couple of segments. Yeah, me, I, I just live here, except for this morning. I was out for a little bit. But earlier in the show, Alan called you big guy or made a reference to someone as big guy. Don't remember the full context, but the question is, <laughs> <I did>. you, <laughs> you have no issue with someone calling you big guy, fella, champ. Anything like that? Alan, is that factor cap? I'm okay with it. 
I'm all right with it. You would be. Of You're a big guy. You'd be okay. Well, if somebody Who says called you champ a bunch, there was someone that called you champ a lot. Somebody I think was calling into Ashley, and they right. said champ. Um, listen, if it, if it's nothing, nobody's disrespecting. I don't care. I mean, Are does you it really joking? Matter? If you're over seven years old and referred to as champ, that is condescending as hell. <laughs> what about honey? Do you like honey? Big guy. If somebody said, what's up, big guy? What's up? What's up, uh, big yeah, Al? I'm looking or over my up? shoulder for a child next to me. Like, what do you, Better not refer to me as big guy as an adult. Oh, like, we're big guy the rest of the show. <laughs> yeah, you're you're big guy the rest of the show. Hey, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> hey, 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 big guy, what grade are I you mean, in? Seriously, like, what adult wants to be called big guy or champ? Like... I'll accept that. Is it is it that big of a deal where you start feeling like hey? Depends you know on what? who's I calling. Gotta, you, depends on who's calling you big myself guy. Here depends on who's calling you big guy or champ. Okay, like, if you don't like says, him on top of okay, it. Okay, what if somebody says what's up, bro? What's if so, what if bro somebody okay. says what's up, brother? Bro and brother are all right. Depending on who, if you know them, yeah. But that but that doesn't feel condescending. The concept of it, it's like yeah, champ it's fine. and big guy can be condescending. What about what's up, fool? What's up, fool? What's up, fool? You, what about no. kid? What if someone calls you kid? Like, we're all right around 40, above 40. If somebody <laughs> says to you, like, hey, what's up, kid? Like, are you okay with people calling you kid? Hey, kid, how you doing? When did yeah. I say big guy today? Did I Earlier, say it was guy? in the first hour. You did. I said big guy. You said big guy. My favorite made me part. Think of it's it, not a very... Cliche. It's not something that I would say. Remember in 2006, the Lakers' Sun series, that first round, and Kobe did the, with Raja Bell, do I know this kid? Like, I don't know who this yeah. kid is. Who is this kid? Ooh. Raja Bell was older than Kobe. That was my favorite part of that whole thing is he was doing the Baller. kid thing with it. He was sunning him to a guy that was actually older than him. Forget the fact that he absolutely knew who Raja Bell was. Calling a guy that is like five years older than you, kid, that's a baller move. Um, okay, Emily. as hell. Emily, great to have you uh, guest appearance Didn't right there. Thank you. I'm all good. Thank you, Emily. Thank you. Pre-game show starts at 2 p.m., by the way. Uh, the whole crew will be down at uh, SoFi Stadium. Um, and then we'll have, by, by the way, the Laker game pregame show at 5.30 on 11.10 a.m. So just a, uh, just a quick reminder there. All right, we come back. Um, LeBron got kind of a crazy stat on LeBron James here. And we're not talking points. We're not talking rebounds. We're not talking assists. I'll tell you what we're uh, talking about coming up next. Stay right here. This is the Travis and Sleeva Show on 710 ESPN. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Insurance is proud to support veterans with its annual Keys to Progress vehicle giveaway program. Now celebrating nine years of donating vehicles, helping veterans in need. Learn more at keystoprogress.com. Um, throw out the uh, phone number, by the way, 877-710-ESPN. Do we have uh, Anthony here? Wants to talk a little bit about some of these uh, nicknames here. Anthony, what's going on? Appreciate you uh, calling into the show. Yeah, hey, man, thanks for taking my call. Got it, um, you know, I think the worst nickname a grown man could be called <laughs> is Buddy. And Champ is pretty bad, but Buddy is just, there's something why, why very buddy? subtle about it. That, why Buddy? Yeah. It's just another name you, you know, should be reserved for, for children, for kids, you know, and it's just when someone calls you that, it's kind of like, it's not so egregious as Champ where you can actually, champ, if someone calls you Champ, you could say, hey, man, like, you don't need to do all that. But when they call you buddy, <laughs> you're kind of like a jerk. If you say, hey, don't call me buddy, then it's kind of on you. And it make you kind of like, like, oh, what's this guy's problem? So buddy's very subtle. And it's like, I know what you're doing, but I can't say anything about it because you'll think I'm some kind of like, you know, insecure, like what, you know, it's just like, oh, I hate that. So buddy's on the top of my list as things you don't call a grown man. Thanks for the call, buddy. 
Thanks, man. Thanks, Appreciate Anthony. It. Appreciate hey, it, man. Real Thank quick, you. real quick, Lakers. Yes, sir. So, Go ahead. Uh, I want to know, uh, out, full disclosure, I, I'm not necessarily a Lakers fan. I'm actually a Warriors fan. Mm-hmm. But I'm curious. This, this is uh, I'm in San Diego, so I get all this you know, Laker talk, and it's really interesting because, to me, the Lakers um, suffer. I think the word of the day or the word that might define this entire year or this regime, this Laker team, is hubris. Like, just excessive confidence in, hey, this is going to work, and we don't really have to respect how basketball is actually played. We can just throw a bunch of names on the court, and it'll work. And I felt like they were just very confident in a method that they should have known wasn't really going to, to work all that well. I know they've had injuries, and I'm sure their record would be better if you know they hadn't had those injuries. But it just kind of thinks it feels like they think that you know, their you-know-what doesn't stink and they can well, put anything well, on Anthony, the court. Well, Anthony, I think it's a fair point, and I appreciate you calling in the show, so thanks for calling in. Um, okay, so it's kind of funny because when I hear him say that, listen, I, I know – let me make sure I put this the right way. But I do remember in the preseason when – they don't care. Right? There's question went to Russell Westbrook, and Westbrook, I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, was something like, I don't know what my record is in the preseason. Like, these games literally don't count. That's okay. All right, it's preseason. But I do think there's something about how you approach the game, how you respect the game, how much of a sense of urgency you have that the way you play in October and November could have some, could kind of grow some building blocks to December. And December could grow some building blocks to January. That's that's not a, a far stretch there. Now, do you also feel like we might be able to skip some steps here in the process? And I think the Lakers have a mentality of, we got enough guys that have been there, they've done it before. We got enough veterans. We got our stars. We got guys that have been in playoff and regular season pushes and everything else. Um, I don't think he's far off by saying that there's a certain way to play the game. And the Lakers have definitely thought, yeah, we could skip some of those steps. They said a lot of the right things heading into this season. Like everybody from LeBron to Russ to Anthony Davis, Frank Vogel, all said this is going to take some time. Like that was something Carmelo Anthony used to stress a lot. Like, this is going to take time. This is a puzzle we got to put together. It's not easy as just snapping your fingers. And they're totally correct. And that has been made more complicated by all of the injuries that have started since the beginning of training camp. Sure. Like, this team has had no continuity at any point to try to build on since anything began. But they, what they have had, AK, they had LeBron, Anthony Davis, well, and Russ right. long enough to just kind of like, hey, can we get can we get a little bit going here? But can not really, some, though. Some not kind really, of momentum though. going if you, here? If you look at the amount of time that Russ, LeBron, mm-hmm. and AD have actually played together, mm-hmm. it's shockingly low. It's but, low, but some of those matchups, too, like, I, I, I know what you're saying. It's not like you had 60-game well, sample size well, or anything like that. What I was going to say, though, is they've said a lot of the right things. But what they haven't gone out and do, done is played consistently in terms of effort and focus and you know, that lack of hubris. They've treated themselves often as a team that has a foundation that's built and therefore they can kick it into fifth gear whenever they want. And that's something that championship teams rely on all the time. Like, you know, I covered the Kobe Powell years. Those teams used to coast all the time and then turn yep. it on in the fourth. The difference is they had played together forever. They had a foundation that they call on that more often than not would work. This team doesn't have it yet. Like, they don't have anything built together, and I think it's taken them a while to really recognize that reality of we have to play hard all the time. We have to play 
like an underdog team because that's what we are. Like we're we are not good enough yet to coast like a championship team, even if our collective credentials yep. are incredible. They're not good enough yet. Are right, you ready for this? Today's stat hero of the day, LeBron James. He's averaging 37.2 minutes per game, second in the NBA to Fred Van Fleet. If you'd have told me before the season started that, hey, this is going to be part of the game plan. Part of the game plan is going to be uh, we're going to play LeBron so much in the month of uh, you know, November and December, 37.2 minutes. That last game they had against uh, the Chicago Bulls, he played 39 minutes. Okay, 39 minutes against the Bulls. Um, they're not only playing him a ton of minutes – they need him to play every one of these minutes. It doesn't mean that he's logging all these minutes and they're sitting right now at six, seven, eight games above 500. They're only a game above 500. So I'm sure that's uh, concerning to not just Laker fans, but the Lakers front office as well. Stat Hero, the exclusive Daily Fantasy app partner of the Travis and Sliwa Show. Stat Hero is the first ever Daily Fantasy sports book that gives a player the advantage. Go to stathero.com slash 710 ESPN for a 100% deposit match. All right, when we come back. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about this upcoming game, the Los Angeles Rams taking on the Seattle Seahawks. Um, incredibly big game, and I, I'm curious to hear from Rams fans out there. Do you think the Rams end up winning the division? We'll compare what the Arizona Cardinals have left, what the Rams have left, but it all starts tonight. You cannot screw around, screw around in tonight's game because uh, this can easily be one of those games that you overlook. We'll do that coming up next. Alan Sliwa, Andy Kamenitsky. Travis and Sleeva Show on 710 ESPN.